Hello and welcome to the Lala Show. This is episode 39 of our weekly podcast about Chinese entertainment. And this week,、um, we wanted to start off with some news that、um, is not super breaking, but is pretty new.、Um, we、mm-hmm. talked a few weeks ago about Mulan, the live action、mm-hmm. Disney movie. And so、mm-hmm. they've announced、um, more of the cast recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it sounds like the story is going to be. Pretty different from the animated version.、Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've set this version in the Tang Dynasty. And、oh. yeah, so the Tang Dynasty was more like open and there's like all the Silk Road and things like that. And so then it's supposedly going to be more multicultural. Well, what was when? I mean, I don't know if we're history buffs here, but like. Mulan is an actual character, like an actual person in history.、Mm, right? Unclear whether or not she's really a person in history. It's kind of like the same way you would say, was Johnny Appleseed a real person? Maybe not Johnny Appleseed, but like, you know. Oh, so you think she's a myth? She's I thought she was an actual person.、Uh, well, she's a mythical person. So she's potential. I think she's like potentially an amalgamation of like real people kind of mushed together. Huh. I don't know if she was an、okay. actual, like, real person. Okay, well, never mind then, because I thought they were messing with history here and I wanted to go into it, but no, I guess not. So she is a legendary female warrior from the Northern and Southern Dynasties period. So she's a legend. Well, I mean, it's, she could be real, but it's kind of like the same way do you know if any of them are real? Like any of these historical people from so long ago are real. Because、mm-hmm. this is like. Yeah, no, I just wanted to see if like there was some kind of historical attachment to her existence, you know, because、mm-hmm. then she's moving from a Tire Dynasty era.、Mm-hmm. And I kind of get why they would want it to move it into the Tang Dynasty because they're known for their arts and the beauty and like the, you know,、mm-hmm. kind of evolution of all of that. So it's going to be really beautiful graphically,、mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. People are having pretty mixed reactions to what they can glean about the changes to the plot so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know they're already upset with the whole like, Shane character, right?、Mm-hmm. We, we touched、um, on that last time when there was an update about how they would change the Shane character into like, someone who didn't like her or something or like, picked on her. Did we talk about this last time already? We, we talked about the Shane character not being the Shane character. So the Shane character was just cast last week. Who?、Um, it's an actor named Yosan An from、okay. New Zealand.、Um, okay. And he is supposed to play Chen Honghui in、okay. a confident and ambitious recruit. Who joins the same military unit as Mulan? So she, he's not even like a general? No, he's like a、okay. comrade. <laughs> comrade, okay, okay. He's a comrade.、Um, and so Yosan An is like a relatively unknown actor, I feel like.、Mm-hmm. He's also not that good looking. Really? And he's also. 
I mean, well, I personally was like, eh, but like I've read people saying like, oh, he's not a very good actor, which I feel like is kind of hard to judge because the clips that I've seen are he's kind of just like, eh, you know, it's not awful. Mm-hmm. It's not like amazing, but it's not awful. He's from New Zealand. Does he work here? He works in New Zealand. But like he doesn't have any work here. You mean in the United States? Like in Hollywood. No, I don't think so. Hmm. How do they find him? I don't know. But I think one thing that does recommend him is that he speaks both English and Chinese. Okay. Mm, yeah, but a surprising amount of people on the internet were disappointed that it was not Dou Shao, which I agree with because we talked before about how <laughs> Dou Shao would be a really good. <laughs> Don't you yeah. think that he would have made a good choice? Especially opposite Liu Yifei. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what... I don't know. Like, I, it, it's it's a Disney movie, right? Live action mm-hmm. Disney. So mm-hmm. I don't know whoever's doing the casting. I don't know what the direction they're going with this whole casting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if it, let's say you give this to a Chinese producing company, a Chinese entertainment company the way they think then they wait the way that they're gonna cast is gonna be you know of course they obey those shout that makes sense mm-hmm. but you know i don't really know what they're trying to get here with their casting well okay so maybe it'll help you if we kind of go through some of the other people that have been announced okay okay so jet lee we talked about jet lee before we were <gasps> like oh how's jet lee doing apparently he's doing well father. enough nope he's the emperor Oh, the emperor oh, of China. Oh. He's doing well enough to be the emperor of China, which is... I mean, like, that's great. I'm glad that Jet Li is feeling, like, great enough to be the emperor of China. And I think he'd See, be, like, you know... That's mm. also another weird thing, because there's so many old Asian people in Hollywood that I've seen <laughs> in, like, other... Um, you know what I mean? Like, in, like, TV shows and, like, movies that have, like, small characters, but they're old mm-hmm. Chinese men who mm-hmm. look like very old Chinese men ish mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm. fit perfectly for the emperor. Like I don't see this is like this is okay. Okay. Okay, already I'm gonna put in my two cents, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the two main characters. Mm-hmm. One is Liu Yifei, which is okay, good. You got a good one, right? And then the second mm-hmm. one is a nobody. Mm-hmm. And then you put a huge star as a that he's not the <laughs> Tangyan, like a Tangyan. <laughs> Remember our <laughs> conversation about Tangyan? <laughs> yeah, like, he, the emperor is not even a key player. He has like maybe ten lines in this whole thing, and this is his own. Like his only, you know, appeal is that he's the emperor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like all he does is gets captured and gives her a freaking medal. I mean, again, unless they're changing the rules. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's all Jet Li needs to do is say a few lines and just... But like, again, you know. like, they're, they're flipping their priorities. They're, they're not putting their focus on the main cast. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, but you have not, you're not even prepared for what I'm about to say next to you. Okay. Well, okay. I guess depending on... So the main villain... So uh, it used to be... What is his name? Yeah, I don't know his name. Is that creepy? Shan Yu. Shan Yu. Shan Yu. Oh, okay. So it used to be him. I remember my suggestion for hot bad boy Shan Yu. (laughs) Yes. 
that's not happening. It's not happening. Oh, okay. They're not making. Of course, not happening. None of our predictions are happening. Um, but uh, instead, the main villain is going to be a powerful witch, <laughs> played by Gong Li. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Okay, this okay. isn't even Mulan anymore. Wait, wait, wait. While you're absorbing that, so now, so Li, uh, Li Shang or Li Li Shang, Li Shang, yeah, Shang yeah. is no longer a character, right? We've got Chen Honghui, who is the love interest, who is a comrade, right? So then, who mm. who is the army captain then? There is uh, Mulan's mentor is now uh-huh. Commander Tang, played uh-huh. by Donnie uh-huh. Yen. What the? <laughs> <laughs> what what the f? I'm so confused. You see now this why... is not Mulan anymore. This is not Mulan. This is a random story. It's a is it's her a name departure. even Mulan? It's a departure. And oh oh oh, uh, this one you're not going to necessarily, um, I guess I I'm not very familiar with these two people, but they've cast two Indian actors, or at least I mm-hmm. think they're both Indian. One might be Sri Lankan, but um. Mm-hmm. Two South Asian actors as a con artist duo. To do what? Probably provide comic relief. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Is there Mushu? Uh, not that I know of. This isn't Mulan anymore. This is not <laughs> Mulan live action. This is a freaking Chinese historical drama in America by. Oh my god, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. It's, um, I mean, like, at first I was, remember when we were both really excited about this, and then we did our whole dream cast and everything? And yeah, I didn't like, Yeah, and now I'm like, eh, I don't know that this is going to be I a don't super even, good movie. Because it's not Mulan, like, they killed Mulan. I think that it's possible to still do a good job with Mulan. Like, I'm open to change, you know? I no, just feel and- like... No, I'm not open to change. <laughs> You're not open I'm to not, change? I'm not open to them changing the entire story, putting in different characters, and calling it a Mulan live action. Like, call it something else. It could totally just be a Chinese ancient movie thing. I think they, the the reason they put it as Mulan to, is to the, the branding, to play off the branding. Of course, otherwise like, why would they... If, it, if they were not trying to play off the branding of Mulan, why are they trying to make a live-action historical drama? Chinese historical like, drama. Oh my... Like, why did they even... Why? Disney, why? Is this Disney? Is Disney making this? Is this Disney? Yeah. You're failing. Yeah. You're failing I don't know, because right I think the thing is, though, like, when they stick too close to the original, then it's basically like, why do you want to watch that but just the live version of it? Because you want to see your favorite actors and actresses <laughs> recreate the beauty of of <laughs> Disney because people love it. It's oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I think that some of the changes I'm fine with. I think that it's fair for them to be like, we need to have more diverse casting. I think that was a good call to be like, maybe it's we fine. should Yeah. Maybe we should like actually be like there were people in China at this time other than just Han Chinese people. Because it's true. Right? There are other right. people. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I think that, like, and I also think that there, are, we've talked about this, there's not enough female characters in Mulan. Right, oh, I right, forgot but... to say. What? 
there's also supposed to be some other uh there's another actress who was cast who is Mulan's sister. And what does she do? I don't know, but apparently it's important <laughs> enough to be like, okay, we need to make, create this role that is Mulan's sister. I don't know. I think it's a fair criticism to be like there were not enough female roles, there were not enough there wasn't enough diversity and also our villain our portrayal of a villain was borderline racist cuz all those things are true but i think it's just like i think but it's But now just, she's a witch. Yeah, which is like why why did you do why? that? Why? Yeah, like what is the point? What is it's like no, oh my god. <laughs> Some of it I'm like that's fine, that's good, makes sense. Check mark, i approve. Some of it I'm like, eh, i don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how it's going to work out. I can't play any of it in my head right now. Like nothing makes sense to me. Oh, and one criticism that I thought was really important and valid was that people were like by erasing the character of Shang, you're basically saying like you're erasing the the possibility because this new guy basically doesn't fall in love with her until yeah. he finds out she's a woman. Yeah. And so then it's erasing that kind of like blurred gender sexuality line. Um Right. Which I think is important. It is, but I feel like in Mulan itself, there was never an, like, an attention of her of him liking her. You know, like intimately, like yeah, intimately. Not until she became a woman, because before then, there was no implication of them having any kind of spark or whatever, even when she was a boy. And then after he found out, it was like, okay, you lied to me, but there was never like an implication of him having like intimate feelings for her. I think as there a boy. kind of was. I didn't. I never felt that. It's not like super overt, but it's there. I think. I honestly didn't think so. Like I didn't think so at all. So like, even, well, I mean, honestly, like, when I watched. I mean, I'm not like super critical, especially when it comes to cartoons. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I guess I don't like to digest all those things in a sense. I mean, I get it. Like, once you know someone is brought to my attention, I'll think about it. Yeah, it's true. But like, when I'm mm-hmm. watching it, I'm enjoying it purely for the enjoyment of it. Yeah, so, but I think it depends on who you are when you're watching it. Like, how powerful is that's it for? True for an asian man or Mm -hmm. woman like to be like well like because i think that there is not really that much lgbtq representation especially in things like this and so i think that it's still powerful whether or not that message resonates with you personally Mm um i think that for asian americans who identify as bisexual it was like a an important figure for them you know Mm -hmm. and i think that you know different people see things differently based on who they are and what they need to see reflected for them and so i I mean in that case it's like you don't i don't think necessarily this new live action would erase that completely like let's say it was never set let's say you know this description of the character was never told to the public like oh this person doesn't fall in love with Mulan until the very end mm-hmm. let's say that was never told to the public and then you watch the movie what if like again it's like 
they're so minute like the implications like again mm-hmm. like when i was watching mulan i did not feel like there was any implications of that whatsoever mm-hmm. but then someone else watching it from you know their point of view are probably thinking you know otherwise Mm-hmm. So if let's say you know all of this backstory, all of this you know content was not released out into the public before watching a movie, would they get the same feeling? You know, or is it like it's it's also like how well do they do it? You know, how yeah. well do they make the movie the end product? Like you can and like it, it. This is like a lot about spoilers too. Like if you're reading so much into it before you go into, it, you're gonna have so much more like like already like pre premeditated i guess thoughts to Mm -hmm. what you're seeing versus going to it blind you know yeah i mean i think and i don't remember the exact reasoning behind this but i think it was the way that the description of the character was worded to very Mm -hmm. specifically exclude that possibility um which is why i think people were upset by it what if there's a plot twist and then donnie yang is the actual love interest uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, why not Do Xiao or Eddie Peng? Or anybody, really. Or anybody. I, I, again, I'm very disappointed at this. Honestly, I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you're. Uh, this could make me sound so shallow, but then, like, your love interest is not even cute. You know what, though? What? He low-key looks like a she. Oh my god, he's actually... He looks like a... He kind of looks like actual she. Like the couch. No, character. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Like, if you're looking, like, from a far away, like, you can see that. What is he again? I mean, I know he's from New Zealand, but... what he's is Chinese. He? he doesn't look Chinese. He looks like a mix of something. He does not look like... Yes, he does. I don't know. It's okay. We're not watching this. <laughs> it's okay. We are not watching this. Saddest story. <clears throat> End of story. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that sums up our excitement about the new Mulan movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Moving on then. Um, last week. <laughs> last week, um, we said that we were going to watch... Um, 9% on Happy Cam. See. And we did. Oh, I half did. <laughs> I mean, I watched the whole episode, or I watched as much of the whole episode as I could stomach. And uh, you're not missing much. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Well, hmm. I actually don't remember their song in the beginning. I do. Yes. I took detailed notes about this because I was just like, I'm not going to remember any single thing that happens unless I write this down. <laughs> so first of all, their song name is Mac Daddy. Oh, yeah, I can remember that. I do not think that they know what Mac what Daddy Mac means. Daddy means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that means what they think it means. <laughs> what do you think they mean? What do you think they think it means? Well, because then the Chinese title is like Ren Jian Ren Ai. Yeah. That's not what how, that means. <laughs> how would you... Okay, okay. How would you... How would you translate that then? What would you... What do you think would be a better title for this song? Or a better catch phrase? 
I'm I don't know because I really don't know what they wanted with this. As a song, it's kind of all over the place. Or well, let me see. As a song, it's like the chorus is like meh, and the rest of it is just generic pop. You know, I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm not about to give you any sort of detailed opinion about it because it. I mean, other than the really terrible choice of title slash chorus, it's not a super memorable song. Mm-hmm. It's just the same. It's the same as any like boy band, right? Like, there's some singers. This guy raps, sings some more. Another guy raps, and you know that's about mm-hmm. it. So it was. I wrote, Mac Daddy question mark. Please, the English hurts me. I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Yeah. Oh my god! I'm trying to. I'm also. I'm trying to brainstorm right now for them. I'm trying to think for them. What would have been a better title for this? And then like, it just doesn't work well because they're not. I don't know. I don't feel like you should use. You should expend your brain energy trying to solve this problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's such an old term. It's a like a like a two thousands term. Yeah, and also it's just it's like um, it's not really the vibe you're going for. Okay, you know what though, I feel like it's okay. Not not to justify their wording choice at what at all mm-hmm. whatsoever, right? Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do feel like from what I got from the song, it's like a little bit more edgy, right? It's a little more like you know dark ish hip-hop you know right uh-huh so that word i feel like okay fits better than the chinese word which is i, which feels like a ballad <laughs> no i mean i don't know yes it does okay see that's also the tricky part is because chinese words sound beautiful where they sound like ballads all the time and then they try to find an english word to equate it and it's like super extreme <laughs> no because i feel like renji and ren i could be like a fast edgy song like oh i'm you such a player so? all the girls love me okay yeah yeah but like they, it could be a different like you know like you know like a different word like like you know like something more hardcore renji and ren is like <laughs> like a very very badly song <laughs> beautiful song i've ever heard in my life <laughs> do you get it though it's it's a four word idiom is what i'm trying to say it is a four word idiom yeah i don't know and i'm trying to say that you want if you that it should be like what like a like a like a like a very concise like edgy phrase they should have just gone with word. they should have gone with an edgy english title and no chinese title or that too. I don't know. Either way. I don't know. Either way. Anyways, continue like, on. Bad boy or playboy or dangerous boy. <laughs> yeah, but see, okay, see, those are two played out though. That's basically what they're doing. The whole thing is not original, okay? It's not like the most groundbreaking <laughs> boy band performance I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, see that to the other hundred boy bands coming out next year. Yeah. I mean,. They have so much Oshang Baofu. It's like unbelievable. They're new, they're fresh. They're the new hot commodity. Yeah. 
but it's but like it just, yes i understand it makes it so hard to watch like it's not just when they're performing because it i mean when they're performing there is a lot of like overconfident like that cocky kind of like i'm so great mm-hmm. i'm so hot or whatever and even then it's like okay well it is the performance whatever but even when like they were trying to do the challenges and stuff especially mm-hmm. oh my god i cringed so hard at that like reading famous drama romantic yeah. lines that's okay see that's the only part that i actually watched through and yes some of them okay some of them i found funny just because of the reactions and everything like that so i was like mm-hmm. oh that's funny everything else was just like okay whatever gross um but that taiwanese guy that um i forgot his name I don't remember any of their names other than Fan Chang Chang. <laughs> so this Taiwanese guy, Lian Jun. Okay, mm. please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know how to mm-hmm. read. Um, he did that phrase from Wen, And like how he um, slurred his words or whatever. And then at the end, he's like... He said something. It's like... Ni, uh, 你只能洗我 or something. Oh, and it's yeah. Like, yeah. 你只能喜欢我 or something like that. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. just like... They used it the entire time. Like, 我洗你, 我洗你. <laughs> Or is that that guy who, like, he hugs himself? Yes. That was pretty funny, too. And then, like, and right after that, Hightao goes and he, like, copies him. <laughs> yeah. And he does it, like, in a way that it becomes a dance and then they yeah. all make fun of him. It's pretty funny. Well, that's the thing. Like, for... There's, like, one or two of them that I think, like, didn't take themselves that seriously and actually, mm-hmm. like, made it funny. But yeah. the other ones were, like, unintentionally funny. Like, they took themselves so seriously that then they messed up and then people were like, well, now yeah. we have to laugh at you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like Fine Simpson, for example. Which one did he do? I don't even remember. Okay, well, I just scroll through his face and he looks super serious. I think I didn't even watch all of them because after a while, I was like, I can't do this. This is too much for me. Yeah. And then... But also, I feel like a lot of them look like mm-hmm. other people. Like who? So first, Fan Chang Chang, we've talked before, he looks like Zhou Yixuan with the middle part. Yeah, 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 he really does. Like, especially now that I'm seeing it, he looks super like him. But then, also, there's like the leader, I forgot his name already. The one who played He Lao like a young version of He Lao in some drama. Mm-hmm. Kun Kun. Okay. Okay. Uh, he also kind of looks like Fan Cheng Cheng. And I feel like another one of that group also kind of looks like them. They all look kind of similar. And then there's a guy who looks like Wang Jun Kai from TF Boys. And there's a guy who looks like... I don't remember who... Like, I feel like a bunch of them, like, I see them and I'm like, you look vaguely familiar. It's because they look like someone else. Like, one of the guys looks like this guy who was on China's Next Top Model, the guy that they gave hair extensions to. I'm just like, all these people look like other people. (sighs) And some of them look like each other, which is especially confusing. Because then, the reason why I started (laughs) noticing was because I was trying to figure out which one was Fan Cheng Cheng, and I was like, okay, well, it's so Yishuan with with the middle part. And then... Quan Quan also looks like Zhou Yixuan with the middle part. Really? Wait, who's Quan Quan? The one who was Xiana's partner and like... Oh, I guess you didn't watch that part. He's like the who leader. in the beginning? Okay, I take your word for it. But um, yes. I mean, they probably don't actually look that alike. But they look alike mm-hmm. enough that it's kind of like when you were saying like you were watching the trailer for Meteor Garden and everyone just kind of looks like the same. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt for these people yeah. like there's a couple of them that just kind of look the same and then like some of them 
they they're they look distinctive, but they also look like other celebrities. Like really the cool. hair. The hair makes no, them distinctive, no, no, no. but take it's, out the hair. No. Well, it's or I mean, their face looks like a different celebrity. Oh. Hmm. Like one of them really looks like Wang Junkai. <laughs> Like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, huh, why does that kid look so familiar? Oh, it's because of that other kid that he looks like. <laughs> so many kids. There's so many kids. Yeah. yeah, overall, it was just kind of like a... It was one of those episodes that I watched that made me feel old. Yeah. Oh, but then I think that one thing that was really good was that... Mm-hmm. Kun Kun, the one who he was partnered with Shanna, and then they were uh-huh. playing one of those games where if you get the answer wrong, then you get like a plate smashed on your head or whatever, you know, the guo. Yeah. And so then when he got the answer wrong, he like stood up and then like put his hand out and then like dang guo for Shanna. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and so then I think that that was like probably like one of the smartest smartest moves of that episode was like because like with that one action he was like proved that he was how do you say this manly gentlemanly gentlemanly so that happened the rest of the episode was just kind of like you know yeah i don't know maybe i'm just biased but i feel like china is like 20 years behind this game of idol groups I mean, they have other idol groups. They have other solo idols. It's just... Yeah, but like as far as the, the idol group concept, the idea of having a group of guys doing cutesy things and gentlemanly things and like performing in a way on TV shows, mm-hmm. like that was 20 years played out. And it was done very well. And then they got onto this bandwagon and it's very much so played out and it's not i mean uh, the new generation is going to keep continuously think it's cute but like the older generation i don't know if they're gonna go back and be like oh hey china's actually making good guy groups again by older generation do you mean people like us (laughs) yes i mean people like us. like okay we are not their intended audience we're not their intended yeah Yeah, that's why I feel like it's too late because, I mean, not too late, but they are late because, you know, K-pop has gotten 20 years ahead of them as far as the group game. And then now they're getting the younger generation, but they don't have the OG. I I like calling myself the OG generation, (laughs) but I'm not really because there's like 10 years before me that was the OG generation. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many. And I don't know. It's just... But that is one of the flaws of that kind of system, right? Like, which you don't necessarily have as much with the way that Chinese entertainment has been structured in the past, but you have with K pop is that people outgrow K pop. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Like, because it's targeted towards an audience of like maybe 13 to like 20 year olds. And Mm -hmm. so then, you know, people artists outgrow the genre right like you go like they have to go and reinvent themselves go to military service or go into acting or do whatever Mm -hmm. like you don't stay an idol forever and for Mm -hmm. their audiences you probably hold the closest to your heart the 
people who were popular or like during the time when they were supposed to be popular to you you know mm-hmm. um and like maybe you do like some of the newer groups but you're not into it as much right because it is built for a certain group of people yeah. which is this you know 13 to 20 year old mostly female young mm-hmm. group and so then yeah. it's the kind of thing where it's not sustainable either as a fan or as an artist whereas mm-hmm. i think chinese entertainment is a little bit less so partly because it isn't so dependent on that model of like necessarily like the cult of personality type thing and also the Mm -hmm. being young and fresh and hip and the dance and the hip-hop and the staying on top Mm -hmm. of all this like trends i mean to some extent obviously that still happens like and that'll happen with like whenever you have this thing with young idols but it happens Mm -hmm. a lot less in chinese entertainment so then your longevity is much higher or longer or whatever like jay chow is still famous you know Mm -hmm. versus like yeah yeah like yes very sure yeah so I mean, there's pros and cons to both to like to that kind of model and. Yeah, no, of course there there is. I just feel like, yeah, I don't think I'm I'm ever gonna be interested again in the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to get back into it. But I'm also like, I don't feel like that is necessarily something that I. Feel is like that I worry about. I guess because it's kind of like, I'm not getting into like new k-pop artists either you know like it's not aimed towards my generation of people anymore i wouldn't say i completely shunned k-pop from my life or like the newer groups i feel like i still here and there listen to them and some of them still appeal to me Mm -hmm. um versus i legitly have not found a chinese boy band that i'd liked (laughs) yeah but I mean, that's it's to each his own, you know. Of course, they have their own fans, and I get that. But yeah, I don't know. I think just like we've talked before about like the style of music, also like the prevailing. Yeah, it's all yeah. The style of styles music are and, different, mm-hmm. and so it's different audiences and things like that. But I think that I don't know. I don't know about boy bands because I think China has had boy bands, and China has had some boy bands that are more successful than others but i think that as a whole china tends to lean more towards solo artists than groups oh yeah of course but i feel like also if you think about it um when i say well not what i say but when like people say success with k-pop it's they're successful because they have an international audience like they have you know, global fans all over the world from, you know, weird parts of the country watching them through a little tiny screen called the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Versus Chinese boy bands rarely have that kind of fame. And Chinese solo artists rarely have that kind of fame. Well, I think that the important thing to think about there is, I mean, there's two things. The first is that China doesn't necessarily care Right, like they don't. That's the thing. They don't need it. They don't care. That's why they haven't been producing it that way, right? Or they yeah. haven't been doing it, you know, so to speak, the K-pop way. They haven't been. But seeing the recent successes is why they've been trying to do so now. But I don't think that that's necessarily to get international fans. I think it's more to like cater to get their reg. The no, Chinese. they're gonna get their regular fans back because their regular fans are, you know, staring away. Too. I don't think that they're necessarily steering away. 
It's just... They weren't staring at what they were, but they were definitely interested. Like, your mainland Chinese people, they were definitely interested in K-dramas and K-pop, like, all mm-hmm. of that. So the country itself is seeing, you know, all of that and, like, how all the Korean artists come on all these shows to do their promotions and then, bam, there goes the ban. So once you ban something that people are interested in, you have to give them something else. And they have to do it locally, of course. I do not think that this has been a direct product of the ban. Because this is the kind of thing, it's just like any other like function of capitalism, right? Like you see this thing, you want to replicate it because it is making yeah. money. Um, yeah. But I think that when you're looking at the differences between those two types of music industries, first of all, K-pop was built to be exported because it is a small country mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily have as many consumers for this product. And they're, you know, mm-hmm. so then it, the whole way that they build it is to export. The other mm-hmm. thing is that the history of K-pop actually comes from like American military occupation. So then, mm-hmm. you know, it is aimed towards a Western audience because it grew right. out of essentially American pop music. And so it's kind of like the ways in which, I guess, like the direct effects of that make themselves known and how easily things become globalized, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just it's it's just interesting to think about, but also like you know, the realities of it is nine percent as a band are appealing to a lot of young people, but we are no longer young people. I think that is the general consensus here. <laughs> Yeah, general consensus is we're too old for this shizzle. Um, <laughs> but speaking of being too old for this shizzle, mm. JIP is a K-pop agency, right? Yes. Entertainment agency, um, very well known. Okay, I just, I and was they're also to whisper JYP. <laughs> JYP. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're they're also like one of the K-pop groups that are known, you know, to produce, like, kind of have international um, members into their bands, like Jackson from Mm GOT7 or Bam Bam from GOT7. Like, they're not Korean people. Mm -hmm. Um, To kind like, they've been very on the game of, like, trying to market outside of Korea Korea by adding these members in. So, recently, they just announced that they're going to debut a all-Chinese boy band. Mm-hmm. in china mm-hmm. right but this is they're under jyp entertainment i right? don't understand that because their korea ban is still in effect what do you mean they're they're still the korea ban right so then they can't promote they have a jyp china subsidiary but does that get you around the korea ban because i don't think it would but i don't know if it's like a korea like is it like for korean like like I don't know, like, did they ban all Korean products too? Like, Korean cookies? Like, did they ban the import of Korean cookies? They banned Korean entertainment. That's but why, like... they're not Korean entertainment. They're under JYP China subsidiary entertainment. Okay, if that were if it were that easy, then SM, YG, all those big companies would just open Chinese subsidiaries. That's not how that works. <laughs> I wonder if they, um... Maybe they got they have like some kind of low key deal going on with like, hey, these are all Chinese people. I found them in China. They're born and raised here, but I'm gonna train them in Korea and I'm gonna bring it back. Is that okay? <laughs> I don't even know. Cause I honestly I get the feeling that part of the reason why Unique stopped being able to promote is because of the Korea ban. Yeah, but I thought they were under a Chinese agency. They are. 
That's weird. Wait, so how? Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, okay. We'll find out more about this after they debut, of course. But most interestingly to me mm-hmm. is that they're a six-member group mm-hmm. of eleven to fourteen-year-old boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eleven to fourteen-year-old boys. How old are TF boys? They're already past that age. How old are TF boys? You're asking me. TF They're boys past that now, age. TF boys are like now regular boy band age. They're like eighteen. Oh, like nor- normal, like okay, normal. They're probably nine percent age at this point. Oh, really? I think so. They're like at least seventeen. Okay, well, they're eleven to fourteen. Group of six, and in the picture, they look like babies trying to be hardcore hip hoppers. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They look very Korean. Maybe because they're from a Korean entertainment company. <laughs> like their face and stuff too. I don't know. That I don't know. That's weird. Okay, so Yi Young Chan is seventeen. Okay, so they've crossed crossed a threshold, and these Wang Yuan pe- is seventeen. These- yeah, yeah, they're okay. seventeen, eighteen. So I think that um, you know we've talked before. There's been a recent influx of boy bands with like really young members in China mm-hmm. and I think they're trying to fill the TF boys void what is the TF boys void what is the okay you know, I can't I can't see it now. Okay, I'm gonna go to jail <laughs> the Qingchun Shangyan <laughs> kind of oh my god cause okay it's not just it's not just this band, right? There was the there were YH boys. Yeah, aren't they still alive? They're still there. They're still there. There was like uh, I the TF the family. Isn't there's a TF family? Yes, or something? TF family. TF family. I was gonna say mini TF boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. People saw the success of TF boys, and they were like, well. We want to replicate that, and TF boys are now TF men. <laughs> okay, they're not TF men; they're TF teenagers. They're TF <laughs> teens. They're TF teens. They're TF oh, but this, angsty teens. See, if they're trying to like get the Chinchun vibe, these look like a group of hoodlums, <laughs> like a group of naughty, naughty, not so good boys that light people's houses on fire i don't know like they don't look like teen twin vibe they look like you want to shoo them out of your neighborhood because they're up to no good (laughs) well maybe that's because the homegrown chinese um you know replacement groups are that you know very cheerful naive innocent vibe so you gotta gotta shake it up with your you know bad Bad boy boy vibe your nine percent bad boy image okay your your traditional Chinese parents are not going to allow you to worship some hood rats, okay? Uh... First of all. <laughs> Second of all, how are they going to get over... Okay, first, like, the Korea band. How are they going to get over the Korea band? Second of all, how are they going to get over the hip-hop band? They're very hip-hop-y right now. Okay, the hip-hop band is a very... Like, I think it's very narrow. Like, it's specifically for, like, rap and hard rap. So it's not like you're going to ban idol rapping. That still happens. Nine oh percent does it, you know? Like it's not Right. But I'm like talking about like the hair. The hair is okay. Like the style, the fashion is okay. So it's okay to mimic it. Of course. Okay. Well 
Just there not goes the my question. Not the tattoos. Um, okay. Or the um, lyrics or the uh, lifestyle. <laughs> what are they going to say? They're going to be like, you took my lollipop, give it back, dude. I mean, I think I listened to part of the song or one of the oh, songs. Oh, that song came out? Yeah. It came out wow. a while ago, actually. And it, it's... Um, the reason I clicked on it was because I was like, what the F is this? Because it's called something like, how old am I? It's like a really terrifying, mm-hmm. like it's a very alarming name. How old are you? Do you How know? old are you? Yeah, there you go. So it's okay. also, it's just not, it's just not, um, it's also just not a very good song. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and okay. say it. It's not that good. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm sorry to their fans. Please don't come at us, you know. You can enjoy the things that you enjoy. But I just did not love it, you know. I'm just going (laughs) to say that. Okay. Okay, well, before we um, get... uh, Before we get shanked in the alley... (laughs) <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Um, so, you know, we just talked about hip hop. And so my I wanted to not necessarily dissect it this week, but I just wanted to recommend an article that I read um, called, it's a really long title, Let's Be Real, Asian and Black Artists Aren't, quote, Celebrating Each Other Through Hip Hop. And I thought it was a really good article that it takes a really thoughtful look at um, the relationship between Asian and Black artists in hip hop. Um mm-hmm and kind of like how they how those things interact with each other in a way that's more convoluted than you know one side blaming the other for doing certain appropriative things um, because there is a lot of appropriation back and forth and it's more complicated than that so i thought it was a really good article and you know yeah i definitely link it on our websites and you guys can check it out and you know um because we do talk about a lot about it and Mm -hmm. obviously we're not professionals on this matter and maybe (laughs) this will give you guys more insight than we do Mm -hmm. and even us yeah okay well that concludes um episode 39 of our podcast thank you for listening um you guys can catch us on tumblr at thelalashow.tumblr.com and listen to our uh, podcast on itunes and Bushka. thank you for listening and see you next week bye